There's a star man lighting in the sky. Star man. He'd like to take your number, but he doesn't know why. Is that, is that a real song, or are you just pulling shit out of your It's wrist? a David Bowie song that I just changed the words of. Uh, oh, okay. And by change the words, I mean I don't know Star that. Wars, talking about Star Wars. Please let these Star Wars stay. <laughs> and hey, how about that nutty Star Wars bar? Boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Cleo just burped and I think it picked up on the camera. On the camera? Uh, on the microphone. <laughs> You've been holding that holding uh, that weed in a while, sir. <laughs> uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually I'm not smoking anything right now. Oh. oh did you I, I thought I was going to get second hand, but that's cool. <laughs> oh, I can't, well, I was just going to I was just going to drink with you. That's cool, cool. No. Uh, let me grab okay. my beer here, actually, on that note. Wow, so that's out of the way. <laughs> You're like, let me get let me get my beer here. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, fuck yeah, that's some good beer. Right. Yeah, that'd be great if you were the you're the sole host and you're the you're the one that's like out of your mind. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, uh so I guess we'll move on to the next part of Zardos. It's uh, like hold on, I gotta get this uh gotta find this vein for this beer here. Hold on. This vein? <laughs> Holy shit. Hardcore. It's fucking <laughs> fucking escalated. What can I say I love craft beer? Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-line splat holes and gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steven Lizzy Steve and I'm Izzy and this is everything I learned from from movies and tonight oh tonight 1974's Zardoz Zardoz (laughs) you may be wondering hmm Izzy sounds a little hoarse today it's true I did eat Um, a horse (laughs) joining me on this one uh, is Brendan from the what were they thinking podcast perhaps you've heard of them what Brendan, up? welcome. 
thank you for joining us. Uh, well, me and the cats, I guess. Uh, Izzy actually took up a new job yesterday, and so last minute uh, she will not be for the first here for the first part, but she should be around for fun facts, super fun facts, because of fun, fun facts. Well, I'm just going to say it's not going to be hard to fill time until she gets here because we have a lot to talk about, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, but first... What are you drinking? I'm, I'm way too sober for the for Zardo, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just getting all the catchphrases in. Uh, what am I drinking? I am drinking a Rickards, or it could be Richards Red. Ooh. Let me just uh, pop my top here. Oh, my top! And here's the pour into my mouth. And my dog is scratching is, herself. Oh, I was going to say, is it on a set of keys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just as delightful as always. Excellent. Uh, what do you got? Ooh, uh, from Almanac Beer Company, I have a barrel-aged blueberry sour nova. Ooh. Which is a sour ale aged in oak barrels with blueberries. I do like blueberry ale. Indeed. Uh, and like the one thing it says on here is, this is not a kettle sour. Uh, All right. I don't know what that means. Exactly. <laughs> How appropriate for this movie. Indeed. It's like it's like a beer, except it's really sour for some reason. Some people enjoy it because they don't like beer. And we're that. not sure what kettle sour means. <laughs> that is yeah, great. And let me to pop my top. Oh, my top! Boom. And the pour? Uh, no pour on this one. I'm going straight from the can, but looking in, yeah, it's got a little bit of a, a red hue to it. Like, the blueberries come out red instead of blue, which, you know, slightly more appetizing, I would think. <laughs> kind of ex- expecting Smurf beer or something. And has an oaky, uh, avoc- I don't know. I got nothing. I'm trying. Yeah, it's got a little, uh, little tartness, kind of like, um, like a lemoncello kind of thing. Like a, um, like the instrument? Yeah, but, but made out of lemons. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, um, so yeah, like a limoncello, and there's a little bit of like, yeah, a little bit of the like oaky vanilla kind of back like, to it, like a lime guitar, like a cherry uh, harpsichord. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Yeah, that's all right. So is that a, is, is that a ten plus, Steve? Uh, 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 I'll, I'll give it a five. Oh, it's it, it's it's good for what it is, but uh, sour beers. Uh, okay. Are my but uh, but these are pretty right. good. It's a, it's a it's at least a mellow one. Sometimes uh, they have them where they're like super sour, and it's like you're sucking mm. on a lemon head, and like you're, you just make that weird, you know, Jennifer Tilly <laughs> face. You know, what I'm I think about, the right? thing is too. Like I said, like I said, I do enjoy blueberry ale. The only thing is, I can only drink like one or two of them. Yeah, yeah, I, I get like halfway through a pint, and I'm like, all right. Yeah, well, beer. it's just like it's so sweet <laughs> and like sour. It just it hurts my stomach. Yeah, 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 definitely. And then you get the the, the right. farts all day. Thank you for joining uh, us on the Blueberry the Cast, Podberry, <laughs> Blueberry Fartcast, Fartcast, Super for Fartcast, Fartcast, Super Fartcast, because we are adults. Zardoz. <laughs> oh, see, Whoa, see starting, already. starting already with the healthy burps. Uh, Zardoz from writer director John Borman. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Brendan. Uh, he's the director of Deliverance. Yeah. Um, as well as this, 
And uh, he's been on our podcast before because he also did Exorcist to the Heretic. Oh, for a second I was uh, like, you interviewed John Borman? <laughs> uh, pretty sure he's no longer with us. <laughs> Are you sure? Oh, uh, no, of course not. I think, like, when How Did This Get Made did something, they they there was an interview with him. So if he did die, it wasn't like, it was kind of recent. You know what? My luck with directors named John, they're probably all alive. <laughs> That, you know, out of context, that sounds terrible. <laughs> also, he is very much alive. I don't know about very much, but he is 85 years old. Oh, wow. Yep. Nice. Man, yeah, he also directed uh, Excalibur, Hope and Glory, Where the Heart Is. Uh, last one I saw was Taylor of Panama, and I remember that one being kind of boring. But hey. Um... Deliverance is pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, fun fact. Wait, I've never serious. actually seen it's Deliverance. Oh, okay, you should. It's a great movie. <laughs> I, I hear about rape in Appalachia, and I'm like, eh. It's really, that's like <laughs> ten minutes of the movie. At most. <laughs> Only ten minutes of rape in that no, movie? No, the rapist oh. scene is not ten minutes. <laughs> it's not like fucking irreversible. Ooh. <laughs> fun facts, one. super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. Uh, so, had you seen Zardoz before? I had, yes, once before. Maybe twice. I will tell you, though, the first time I watched it, I was drunk off my ass, so I didn't remember it. And the second time I watched it, like, I remembered parts of it, but not like, really, like, what the story was. So this is my first attempt at actually watching it. Nice. For reals. Yeah, I, I had seen it once before, uh, maybe had a beer or two watching it, but, uh, yeah, this was the first time I was watching it, like, stone sober and just kind of, like, taking notes and stuff, obviously, and I'm just like, all right. This movie's weird. Oh, that is where you and I <laughs> differ, because I was not sober. What? <laughs> I was taking something that is now legal in Canada. Weed. Oh, shit. <laughs> Congratulations, by the way. Barbiturates? What do you think I was uh, going to say? I, just, I don't know. It's Canada. It could be anything. I was uh, <laughs> doing an eight ball, or speed ball, and... Uh... Well, that'd probably help. Um... <laughs> I think it made it more of a horror movie. <laughs> well, especially when it starts off with a floating head. <laughs> what the fuck? I my first note is floating head. What the fuck? Yes, um, a flo floating head narration from Zardoz himself with painted on facial hair. Yeah, he like it's not and it's not even like like meant to be hidden. Like it's very obvious. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially the the chin stuff. Yeah. It it's, was, like, more I, obvious than, like, Hollywood Hogan's fake beard he had in the 90s. Remember when he had that, true. like, dark painted-on beard? Yeah, yeah, he basically... Um, also uh, thought, like, didn't this intro feel very much like the studio said, okay, we get this one thing to interject into your movie? Because he kind of explains the movie a little bit. Yeah. And he's like... I will do many tricks, and my hero is Merlin, and I am Zardos, and it is all a trick. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's the equivalent of Bruce Willis starting a movie and saying, I was dead the whole time. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, he doesn't give away the one <laughs> twist in this movie where I rolled my eyes back in the, head of, in the back of my fucking skull. They almost rolled out my ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a roll. Yeah. Well, we'll get to it. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, but we'll get to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're in the year 2293. Yes. The and there's a fl another floating head. This one is giant and made out of stone. <laughs> and looks like he's about to swallow a baby or something. It's 
it just flying around the hills of I assume Scotland or something. And there's uh, marauding hordes on horseback screaming, Zardas! Zardas! And they're wearing orange suspenders, which... Brandon? Yes? Have you ever ridden a horse? Have I ever ridden a horse? I think I've, like, got on a horse when I was younger. Oh, when you were wearing your orange suspenders? No, I was wearing full clothes. Oh. Oh, shit. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> was, it, was it cold or something? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I was uh, I was fully clothed on the horse uh, as one should be. <laughs> did you? Um, I I did write that. Th- I wrote down my note is uh, this is a super long intro, and I would like to know what the fuck it was all about, please. <laughs> yeah, for, for a floating head giving like three minutes of exposition, it really wasn't telling you a goddamn thing. No, I was like, are we gonna get to the movie? <laughs> also, I, I I guess I guess this is the this is the. Um, not sober me talking making this note here but i just said is that sean connery's head floating around (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I believe it was poseidon's head that was floating around (laughs) is that who it was supposed to be i have no idea but uh i'll I'll go with it okay sounds good to me (laughs) but uh poseidon's giant head uh going by the name of zardoz starts speaking to the marauding hordes uh holding their rifles on horseback and screaming and says the gun is good the penis is evil. The pe- Go forth and kill. The and all penis that shoots seeds. It, it did say that. And then it says, uh, and now, it doesn't say that, but then it might as well have been like, and now I puke these guns to you, beautiful cave yeah. people. <laughs> Starts vomiting guns and shotgun shells and all kinds of shit. People just probably on think we're people. making this up. No, no, no. We, th- like I said, I was sober. This <laughs> happened. Uh, and then uh, Sean Connery grabs his pistol and pops a cap in the fourth wall. Oh, okay. You know what I thought was amazing here? Wouldn't that have been great if that, right up until that moment, because that's when the credits start, right? If that had yeah. been like a Bond cold open. <laughs> <laughs> the statue. Because right after that, the statue was like slowly going across the screen. If it had like stopped in the middle and just like shot at the screen. <laughs> yeah. like, he, he, he shoots and goes... And then it's like James Bond is in Zardoz. Zardoz is forever. (laughs) I just like I was like, oh my god, it's a Bond movie. It's a Bond movie. I believe this was like pretty close to when, pretty close soon after he was done with Bond. Uh, yeah, it was about three years after. uh, Oh god, was the last one he did. Diamonds are forever. Yeah. 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 So he was like. He just finished, like, one of his, like, easily his most recognizable role, at least at that time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, probably even more, even so today. I don't know. I remember Medicine Man pretty well. You're right. Finding Forrester. (laughs) League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Coming next week! (laughs) Oh, by the way, welcome to Movember. Uh, Our our month of celebrating the uh, most infamous facial hair in all of cinema. Well, there is a lot of it in this movie. Oh, there is, and all over the body, apparently. <laughs> oh, good lord. Can we, right, so, I, I mean, can we talk about just, like, his outfit for a second, though? Oh, yes, please. Like, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> what is Sean Connery wearing? Uh, it's orange suspenders over, I, I don't know, Speedo? Or, I guess it's kind of a kind of a thicker underwear. Do you think, um, how much convincing do you think it took for him to, wear, to get him to wear that? Oh, none. He was like, well, do I have to put the suspenders on, too? That's cool. Let me see if I can... 
me see if I can just get it over my man sweater on my chest. I used to wear a suit every day to work. <laughs> a ponytail? Huh. I don't even own a fob. <laughs> That's my uh, my new character, Sean Connery, who takes everything literally. So uh, the gun is good, and the penis is made out of evil. Yes, interesting. Shoot seats. <laughs> pew pew. So after uh, after the James Bond opening. Um, <laughs> somebody, I would love somebody to just cut that together. I almost want to do it myself. Coming next week. Uh, so then, uh, then we're inside the mouth of this giant stone head, um, and there's pile. There's a couple piles of grains in the center, and then Sean Connery rises out of it. <laughs> yeah, and then there's a bunch of like free. He's basically like looking around. He's like, hmm, which freeze dried bitch do I desire? Right. Is it this one that's obviously a mannequin but has excellent boobies? <laughs> what was that supposed to be? Was that supposed to be people like being reborn? Like what was that? Yeah, I I think it was the later stages of the reborn people, yeah, you know, when we get to that room a little later. Why would they but... hang it out in the statue though? I don't know. Because I thought they were all in that other room. <laughs> it that would make more sense. Maybe Ooh, maybe uh maybe Zardoz needed some companionship. Maybe John Borman murdered people and that's where he hid the bodies. Hiding them in plain sight. They'll just assume it's part of this fucking weird movie. No, no, no. It's just a prop. Whatever you do, don't uh, don't open it. It smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty ripe in there. <laughs> yeah, so after he uh, kind of investigates the people in Ziplocs, um, he notices somebody walking around. and I, I don't know. Uh, apparently this gentleman just goes to the mouth overlooking a thousand foot drops <laughs> and uh james bond i'm sorry uh sean connery busts a cap in him yeah and, and then he floats the fuck off <laughs> uh yeah like how high up are they because that would not even happen if you were like skydiving <laughs> yeah. like you don't like the way he lands he's like flying for a second you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. when he jumps, it looks like he actually goes higher at first. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. I, I was, like, floating off or whatever. And it's like, oh, cool. He can fly, too. But then it's like, yeah, I'm falling now. I'm like... And then even... <laughs> in the flashbacks later, he's falling, like... He's, he's like, gliding. He's like a, a fucking flying squirrel, the flying nun or something. And just kind of coasting in the air. And it's like, oh, and he fell to his death. Like, eh, it looks like he's actually having a fun little time there. My my note at this point is in all capital letters. You killed the narrator, <laughs> and he's pleading for his life, saying like, "Without me, you are nothing." And it's almost like he's talking to us, watching the movie. Like, "Don't kill me off! I'm the one who has to tell you what's going on." I have to explain this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you are nothing, nothing. Uh, so then, the giant stonehead lands near a small farm town in the middle of nowhere. Sure. Um, I guess uh, Sean Connery goes to investigate. You know, sneak around, snoop around, look for clues, find out what supervillain he has to take out. I assume. <laughs> um, <laughs> Blofeld, I knew it was you. <laughs> I knew it was you the whole time. You've been fooling my cave people into getting guns for you. That's <laughs> that's the most intricate plot I've ever been a part of. Ah, uh, yes, and I see you've stumbled upon my hydroponics as well. <laughs> I gave it to the whole crew. And you see my new technology, like my ring projector phone thing. Oh, what the fuck, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, so he gets that ring, that like, project. okay, so he gets that ring device, right? And it's supposed to be Arthur's, right? 
the guy he just uh, killed? I, I believe so, yes. Because his old... Why the fuck does he have his own ring that says, Hello, I am Arthur Frame. <laughs> like, do you need to be reminded who you are? Well, yeah, because, you know, they all look the same, and so it's like, <laughs> yeah. Hello, I'm Consuela. Like, oh, shit, sorry, I got Consuela. I must got mixed up at that orgy or something. <laughs> Speaking of which, boobs on horseback. Yeah. Yeah. That must be uncomfortable. <laughs> Maybe even more uncomfortable than uh, holding rifles and wearing orange suspenders. Who knows? Yeah, I, I, I feel I feel bad for those women that had to walk, go on a boob. boob uh, I said I almost said boobless, <laughs> topless horse on horseback. Yeah, I, I definitely felt something for them as well. Hey. Um, <laughs> You know, sympathy, empathy, empathy, like, oh, that, that's unfortunate. How, how dare you, John Borman? Empathy Thanks. in your dick. <laughs> Again, right, so the, guys, everyone listening, we are adults. <laughs> Speak for yourself, buddy. Oh, no, I'm still waiting on that water. <laughs> still waiting on that water, Susan. Oh, boy. So Sean Connery then goes to a lake. and uh, <laughs> Yes, he does. <laughs> Because, you know, why not? Sure. Um, He's gotta, he and wants then, to go check out that mansion with giant condoms on it. <laughs> oh my god, that's exactly what it is. Ugh, <laughs> oh, fucking hell, this movie. Um, like, you could, so, we could just read, like, literally the plot. Read our notes. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be, people would be like, well, yep, that sums it up. Yeah. The 1970s, for- the end. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on <laughs> recapping seventies and bullet points. Anyway, uh, but uh, so he goes to the lake, drinks from it, and then uh, this lady in red walks up. Um, although I wasn't sure if she was really there because it was basically one of those superimposed pictures, like on clouds or so, or on the lake, and oh, so yeah. it looked like she was a ghost. And then she had psychic powers. Is this the one that like does research <laughs> on him? Yes. Uh, shit. What's her name? Wait. May. Yes. Yes. Yeah. May. That's correct. Yes. Uh, just looking at myself. This lady uses her psychic powers to uh, basically give us backstory on this guy. Uh, by the way, Sean Connery's name is Zed in this movie. <laughs> yep. And during the backstory, we see some uh, nice shooting and uh, some pillaging and uh, some raping. We see him uh, take a woman in the name of Zardoz, aka he rapes a chick. Right on the beach. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen. With, through the net. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, our Sweet. hero of the film. Exactly. He may be coming up later in our award show for most questionable hero. <laughs> uh, I think he just won. Oh, we've had a lot of movies with a lot of questionable heroes. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. You guys did Clockwork Orange? <laughs> <laughs> coming next week. No. <laughs> Uh, and also in the in the flashback, there's like the guys farming, and he uh, one of them like falls over, like stumbles a little bit, and he just shoots him in the face, and it's like, oh, you're done. Oh yeah, because they show like uh, how they were forcing Connery and like the cave people or whatever the fuck they are to like make wheat for them or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It oh almost kind of reminded me, like I don't know, this is maybe showing my dark mind but it also it almost reminded me of like schindler's list when those when the they have the uh, jewish people like working and one of them kind of stumbles a little bit and they take him around the back and like kill him i'm just saying schindler's list uh steven spielberg we know you watch zardos <laughs> you hack <laughs> yeah what what <laughs> name name 20 good movies you made <laughs> 
<laughs> Ooh, Jaws, Jurassic Park, what else? And anyway. And then I'll just spend the next hour going through the rest of his filmography. So then Charlotte Rampling shows up. Oh, yes, she does. (laughs) By the way, Charlotte Rampling, her third appearance in the last, what, two months on her show? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she's pretty great, though. Oh, absolutely. She's amazing. she looks fine in this movie. She is a fetching creature, that is for certain. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. (laughs) And I think uh, Zed agrees with us. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> is this the moment here? Uh we're coming up quick. Yeah, they they uh, basically coming. uh take him to I don't know, their central headquarters or lab or something. Uh it's where we find out like Ar- Arthur Frayne aka Zardos has died and reconstruction has already been done on his new body because yeah, apparently like, when these people die, they just turn into babies in a Ziploc and grow to be full humans in a couple of weeks or something. I I don't know. But they're, also they're like immortal too. Yeah. But here's my question, though. They're watching Arthur Frame's, like, memories, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't it be from his point of view? You would think, right? Because you see him <laughs> on. It's like you're watching a movie. It's like you're watching the movie showing you what happened to Arthur Frame. Well, it's the same when you're looking back in uh, in Zed's head. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, you by see the way him. it's a new sitcom. Yeah, you see him uh, getting in that net. That makes no um, sense. Getting in that yeah. net. Yeah. <laughs> It like it, yeah, it just it doesn't. It's a it's a weird like easy thing to not over to like not overlook. Like wait a second. So, so what I'm hearing is this movie needs to be remade with all the GoPros in the world. Oh please. <laughs> what director? I found footage Zardoz. <laughs> wait, what director would would uh, would you give this to though? David Lynch. Oh yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> that would be pretty. Uh, that would be pretty fucked up. Would it have anything to do with anything? Probably not. No. It probably wouldn't even have the same plot as Zardos. No. No, no. It should be about a dude sitting in his kitchen or something, eating like a mushroom. During editing, uh, someone would ask him, like, so did John Borman influence this at all? Like, who's he? <laughs> Some fucking girl dances in the radiator for no reason. <laughs> I never heard of him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He's also in character as this character from Twin Peaks. Is that what's going on? I don't think that's a character, is it? What? I don't think that's a character. David Lynch. I, I think I I think that's David Lynch, man. No, he definitely has a different name in it. Well, no, but but that, I I think that's just the way he uh, way he is with the like he can barely hear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I did... Does he actually have problems with his hearing? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he found that's the best way to get his actors to do weird stuff. <laughs> No, no, take the green corn cream corn in your hands. No, Dennis Hopper, just rape her on screen. It's fine. Action. Do it for Van Gogh. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, David Lynch, he's back. Oh, wait, nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, we go back to the lab. Uh, God, they, I just have a bunch of random notes. Like, Zed's caged in a farm, apparently, um, while they discuss what they're going to do with him. Well, and they're they're in the viewing room, which I thought looked like a the I thought looked like the set out of like an old musical, like the viewing room where they watch uh, all the projectors at once. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, are they in like an old like? I feel like at any point they'd be like, make them laugh, make them laugh, make them laugh. <laughs> yeah, Zardoz would have been very different as a musical. <laughs> oh my god, can that happen? <laughs> Also, guess what? I still want David Lynch for it. 
Det, det är väl det som <laughs> Don't want money. Don't want fame. Just want to take a woman in Sartos' name. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <Patreon>! Right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so then they take uh, Zed to, I, I don't know, the statue room and show off some of the finest statues and artworks of all time, all human time. Is this the point? And, is this the point where they have all that moldy bread? Yes, yes, they have all the baskets of moldy bread that they basically Eat. throw at people. Oh. And, yeah. They were like kissing it at one point. They were all in a in a circle oh, at yeah. a table. And they all took turns and like kiss the moldy bread. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> just, just kiss it, <laughs> uh, Mister Borman. What does this have? Just, just, just do it. Just kiss the moldy bread. Action. Kiss. Mr. Kiss Borman, the baguette. Why are you? Why do you have a, a screen covering the bottom half of your body? Just do it. Just the tip. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> You're next, Rampling. Uh, uh. Oh dear. <laughs> and cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then there's the uh, <laughs> wandering around the garden. They come to uh, what I like to call the mirror mid. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is a, py- <laughs> a pyramid made out of mirrors he just kind of falls into hilariously and... by the way <laughs> he's like, <"Ooh." laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like clearly clearly there's nothing that he's falling into so it makes it even funnier yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's like obviously just like falling onto his knees like like he's walking down the stairs behind a couch <laughs> yeah. Ooh. i think it's even less convincing than that <laughs> You, you you've all seen the gif right no uh <laughs> but well then they end up in a hall of mirrors and i i don't know not a whole lot happens in there well this is where we're introduced <laughs> to that uh that other dude that's on trial oh yes and they, they, uh, that's where they introduce shit. the concept of like if you're guilty in this world of a crime or even thinking about a crime because they have like mind powers um yeah you you don't go to jail you get years added on to your life like you they, they don't you don't necessarily die but you just you age by a certain amount of years depending on the crime yeah yeah the the, the trial of psychic violence <laughs> yes and that guy uh, looks exactly like arthur frame so i was confused for a bit i was a little bit too and i was like well he doesn't have that stupid drawn on facial hair so it must be somebody else <laughs> he could have just rubbed it off though <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> Ooh, maybe they had to go back and do reshoots when they're like, I can't tell anybody apart when they're wearing those stupid fucking hats. Uh, can we just draw some stupid facial hair on that guy in the two scenes he's in? I hope and think that that was what happened. <laughs> yeah, make it look like he's got nuts on his chin. That'd be sweet. <laughs> what, like Peter Griffin in real real life? <laughs> How those get up there? <laughs> Peter Griffin, old-timey prospector. It's like, hey, kid, you ever own your own giraffe? So then we go to a lunch party. <laughs> lunch party. A boring-ass lunch party where they have... Uh, they basically sentence the guy to... What is it, like five years that he gets for the psychic violence? Or is yeah. yeah uh, did we skip... A, wait, hold on. Did we skip by, by the uh, incomprehensible speech thing? Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, okay, they're showing Sean Connery how they make the bread. And... Like, basically, they're like, make bread with us. And I was like, I hope the rest of this movie is just about Sean Connery making bread. And then... Right. I was gonna say, and it's a topless bakery, too. (laughs) That's a very important aspect of it. I mean, yeah. Of course. (laughs) Wait, can you do an impression of, like, that weird speech thing that they were doing, just to give the people an idea of what it was? Uh, 
think of think of Twin Peaks in the uh, was it the Red Room, Black Room, wherever the fuck it is. Okay, the can that I, same. Can thing. I tell you something about that part? I was, um, I like I said, I was not watching this with a clear head. I almost started crying. <laughs> I was no. like, I was so, <laughs> I was so put off by that part. I was like. No, 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 no. I rewound it like three times. I was like, no, that didn't actually happen. I was almost <laughs> in tears. And then they followed it up with those two people like mind fighting. And I was like, fuck this. And I had to stop it for like five minutes. Yeah, the the people mind fighting by, I don't know, acting like peacocks at each other. <laughs> it was, oh my goodness. And then, okay, so yeah, let, um... That that part you were mentioning, and then of course, and this leads to the apathetics, right? The introduction of the apathetics. yes, yes, the apathetics, the uh, uh, basically they're uh, God. How do we even describe it? It's just people that have no will to live. They're just kind of standing there, well, he just staring at nothing. He, okay, so this this character, who by the way, his name is Friend. Oh yes, <laughs> he describes it as like they've lost their will to live, but he he says it's a disease. So I, that's slowly creeping in. So I didn't I didn't know if that meant that it was an actual disease that was slowly going to make them all apathetics. Like I thought that's why he yeah. wanted um I thought that's why someone wanted this guy or Sean Connery to like breed. Yeah, it's why they were like researching to see if he were to be introduced into the gene pool if that would battle it or if he had some sort of I don't know a- antigens or something to it or so, I I don't know. Yeah, something that's, scientific. That's what I thought. But we do get Sean Connery uh, attempted rape number 2. <laughs> oh, God you mean when sakes. he uh, gives gives the memories a little squeeze and just kind of? Oh yeah, yeah, she's definitely out of it. Oh, he does it so like it, that was like that was upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and even more upsetting when he just kind of picks her up, takes her over, throws her in the hay, and prepares to mount her. <laughs> yeah, gets about halfway through before realizes uh, she's not really uh, reacting at all. I, uh, I like it I better when to get up. it up when she's not screaming. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's basically it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Again, ladies and gentlemen, this is the hero of the film. Yeah. Like it's not and it's not even like like maybe he's a little bit of an anti-hero, but he is basically the the liberator, the hero of this movie, and in the first 40 minutes he's already tried he's already raped two people. <laughs> <laughs> the most Indeed. the craziest Bond movie ever. Exactly. And then from there we go directly to um, a presentation on erections. <laughs> They're trying to which see. is a goddamn slideshow presented by Charlotte Rampling <laughs> about erections, which they talk about like it's Greek mythology. Like it's not. hundreds of years ago, people used to get erect and now they don't for some reason because, I don't know, we evolved beyond it. Um, That's not a here, world I want to live in. Exactly. <laughs> And here, this man in orange underwear wearing suspenders, uh, he seems to be able to maintain re- erections. We're going to study him and find out what causes those erections. Oh, look, a woman taking a shower and soaping up dim titties. Yep, nothing. Uh, oh, someone being, I don't know, uh, what was it, like someone being stabbed? or It was like... Yeah, it something was some violent... Oh, mu- mud wrestling. It was the mud wrestling. Oh, That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something a little more rough, and it's like, uh, nope. Nothing. And then he glances over at Charlotte Rampling. And then shit starts getting real. Who is fully clothed, by the way. Oh, fully clothed. But still, Charlotte Rampling. I know, but like hilarious that that's what gives him a boner. And then Friend is like, it appears you've done the trick. (laughs) 
hold on, keep running for a few minutes. I'm gonna go pick up Busy at the uh, at the bus stop. I'll be back in like five minutes, hopefully. You want me to keep it recording? Uh, yeah, might as well. I'll just cut out the dead air if you want to sing something. I don't know, whatever. All right, I'll probably <laughs> just eat pretzel bites on the mic. <laughs> go for it. Keep All right, it in. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Johnny Jimmy Ginley, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. All the best. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking? You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. That's, that's all you. You do with that as you will. Hello? The fuck? I think the cat's trying to use the microphone. Fun facts! Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you, so you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the Defenders, yeah. but I like to think we're a little bit better than that. <laughs> Come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. Mind if I just fap on the microphone right now? Fap, 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 That's how we get the bell. How we get the on the very old end of Aussie. Ho, 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 Fap, 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 fap. And the Oscar is awarded to Nicolas Cage. Three and a half million dollar budget, some 16 millimeter uh, film stock thrown in, and I'm holding one of these. I have got to thank the members of the Academy for this, for including me in this group of super talents, and, and for helping me blur the line between art and commerce with this award. I, uh, I uh, well, I, I know it's not hip to say it, but I just love acting, and I hope that, uh, I hope that there will be more encouragement for uh, alternative movies where we can experiment and fast forward into the future of acting. Let me thank the awesome, multi-talented Mike Figgis. My incredible, my incredible, amazing co-star, Elizabeth Shue. I am, I am going to share this award with both of you and, uh, and uh, uh, everyone in my family, my gorgeous wife, Patricia. And I just finally want to say... Hi, Weston. It's Daddy. I love you. Thank you. There you go. Nicholas Cage getting an Oscar. Hi, guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we... I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. 
What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine. Yes. What do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. <laughs> all by myself. Don't want to be... That's why they call it the blues. I'm gonna make you a man, yeah, in a world with no power. Yeah, still recording. <laughs> Brendan's just singing away. Were you talking to our kitties? What? Were you talking to our kitties while we were gone? They were actually meowing a lot. Yeah, they meow a lot. They were sad because no one was there. Yeah, they're also assholes. I was like, <laughs> kitties! Ooh. And they were like, Brendan, bring us a beer! Oh, Steve, I played so much. I, I, you may want to listen to that. Oh, I, I'm sure I will. <laughs> Sorry. Right. And we're back. And we're now joined by the lovely Izzy. Hello. Hey, everybody. Oh. And uh, Izzy, here's some uh, Almanac uh, Blueberry Ooh. Supernova, if you'd like to try some of that. Don't worry, uh, Izzy. I took over your catchphrases at the beginning of the show. Got it covered for you. Yeah. Excellent. Ooh, that is tart and delightful. Yeah, tart, yeah. refreshing, real fruit. That is all of the things it is. You guys just won the match game, because that's what Steve said. Right? What? <laughs> Bing. <laughs> All right, where were wrong theme? That means we spend too much time together. That's yeah, true. All right, where were we? It's oh like yeah, Sean Connery's throbbing penis. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they got a like a visual monitor, but it only shows the throbbing penis in like black and white blips. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not turned on by porn; he's turned on by real ladies. And Izzy, yeah. we were saying, Steve and I were saying, at this point, Connery's already raped his second victim. Yeah. Like in life or <laughs> in, just the in, the in the film? In the film. In the, in the film. Oh, all right. Yeah. He was a truck driver before this, so. Oh, uh, yeah, well. In the movie? What? <laughs> no, in real life. <laughs> it's like before he was James he Bond, was he was a truck, truck driver. driver. If he was a truck driver in this movie and I missed it, I'm very upset. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that, so they picked truck drivers to become the killers. It, it was very brief in the backstory. <laughs> yeah. It was a Bond it, movie. It, it was right before he shot that farmer. It's a Bond it movie! It was mostly canned goods, but I mean, you know, it was still like imperative for their economy. Fun facts. <laughs> All right. So after looking at Zed's throbbing erection for some time, yeah, uh, everybody's fascinated by it. They've never seen one. Yeah, they realize he's genetically superior somehow. Um, yeah, Steve. If you were in a race of guys who couldn't get a hard on <laughs> every morning, they'd just be like, "Holy shit! Look at that trick!" <laughs> <laughs> right, Brendan? Look, it can hold up a towel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they uh, they take a vote uh, because some people want to be I don't know turned into charcoal, 
mm-hmm. and the rest are like, no, we must study him more, and blah, blah, blah. They want to go full Thanos on him. Oh, my yeah. God. So they- <laughs> I love their voting signals. Oh. One of them basically <laughs> yeah, does, like, a Vogue. <laughs> Vogue poses. And it seems like... I noticed it's not uh, it's not the same across the board. Everybody has like their own little thing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought was hilarious. It's like in a roll call when somebody goes present. <laughs> come on, come on, let your body move to the music. And they, this is where we also find out about second level meditation. <laughs> yeah. It's replaced sleep. Yeah. It's replaced sleep and also apparently assault because. <laughs> Everybody goes second level meditation, but a friend doesn't want to be a part of it. No, I won't meditate with you. Well, my friend. I think you all are stupid, nerf. Well, you should note that the reason friend is very disillusioned with everything. Yeah, friend's over this. (laughs) Yeah, like he he even votes for that dude who like thought evil thoughts to have a full acquittal. uh, Because he's like, yeah, people rebelling against the system. Fuck it. (laughs) He gets it. No, all right. So the reason why Friend was voting for him was because the guy just fully admitted that he had the evil thoughts. Well, he yep. didn't try. Like he started to justify it, and he's like, "No, I just had these thoughts. It's true." Well, well yeah, like, but I, I think I think Friend has similar thoughts, though. Yes, but Friend was voting for him to full acquittal. I think the vibe I got was more uh, in that because the guy was like. No, I am human, and I had human thoughts. Also, guys, and that's why friend friend was like, okay, you get like points for that, versus everybody else is trying to pretend that they don't have these thoughts and that they're not going to have these thoughts. Also, guys, his fucking name is Friend. Right? That's how we know he's our friend. <laughs> uh. Zed runs off after Friend is I don't know brain smacked or whatever the fuck they do. To they knock him he out. got ear fucked. Cast Steve. out. They <laughs> age half his face. Right? Yep, just half of it. That's what it looked like. And then they dressed him in a tux and sent him to a party. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> where all the all the like super old immortals live. Yes, but they uh I think what it is is that they they make they make them permanently senile. So they're old, yeah. they're senile. So they just think it's like New Year's every night. Well, and this is their punishment. I'm not going to lie. I think I want to go join that party. So much so like, though that pick? there's there's even one guy who's basically going to be on his deathbed for eternity. Yeah. Which is, that's, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that, that sucks. But, like, the old people who were just, like, drinking champagne and throwing confetti? Yeah. I could do that. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and Zed... then people throw loaves of bread at you occasionally? Moldy loaves of bread. <laughs> I, I want to live. <laughs> Where's my cheese? That bread is moldy. <laughs> the mold will make but, cheese. But you're a senile, so you don't really care. <laughs> Uh, so uh, back in Izzy's dream world, where uh, yeah. all the old people are celebrating New Year's, uh, <laughs> Zed goes looking for a friend, but then all the old people decide, you know what, we need to end your race, so we're going to try to kill you, but we're all really old and slow. Because they're senile, they're all a little bit crazy, they're like, you, you're something different, it, smash it! <laughs> it's almost like being gummed to death by zombies in this scene. <laughs> it, it, comes <laughs> in, it comes in peace, kill it! <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Then he goes to the old man on his deathbed, and uh, he basically suggests, did he go to talk to May? Uh, so this is where he goes to meet May, and they hide under a bedsheet so that she can read his mind. Yep, she traps him can under we, that bedsheet. You know what would be a fun game to play while watching this? Drinking? Um, well, drinking, yes. But for every scene, guessing which drug they took when they wrote it. <laughs> this it'd be one's like, definitely Quaaludes. Coke, 
LSD, 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 probably just weed, cocaine, heroin. Mushrooms! That one's mushrooms! Because, <laughs> <laughs> Izzy, you're just joining in now, but I told Steve, like, for ha- for the first time I watched the movie, so I watched it twice for you guys, uh, but the first time I watched it, I was stoned out of my mind. <laughs> and I'm shocked. everything that happened was like, I, 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 like I had said earlier, I got so upset when they were... Um, doing that weird speech for, with like Twin Peaks esque talking, that I actually <laughs> had to like stop the movie because I was almost in tears. <laughs> Carbs are Oh my goodness! <laughs> I like. I thought there was something wrong with my copy. <laughs> I was like, "What in the what in the fuck is happening?" <laughs> Amazon Prime is fucking up hardcore. <laughs> I don't know. It goes. It goes all the way to the top. I'm trying to remember what that imaginary language is that William Shatner did an entire movie in. What? Just gazpacho or something? No. What? Uh, Esperanto. Far- Esperanto. That's it. <laughs> what are yes, you... Did you not know that there's an imagine? So there's a language that was made up in like the 60s called Esperanto. Yeah. And William Shatner did an entire film in it. In it. It's called Succubus. Oh, of course he did. Yeah, he did. I believe you, but I, <laughs> I, I'm just fact. flabbergasted. <laughs> So meanwhile, under the backstory bedsheet, they go uh, dancing through Zed's mind, and we find out how he lost his innocence in the movie Deliverance. No, wait. Wait, I'm not going to lie, I thought it was going to go there. (laughs) Because the penis was evil, it only shoots seeds. Shoots seed all over his mustache. (laughs) Um, Well, that's what the mustache is there for, to trap it. To, to catch uh-huh, you thought I would catch in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but really, now my mustache just white and crusty. And then it throws it back at him. <laughs> Ooh, it's a it's a it's a cedarang. <laughs> and, and that's what Movember is all about. Cedarang. For acquaintance be forgot. No. <laughs> is it wrong? Our story is starting to be more fucked up than Zardoz's. <laughs> I was I don't hoping know that it's possible. I was. I'm so glad that's happened. But we find out how he lost his innocence. In the library, to a book. This oh, is God, that's the, not how you're supposed to do it. This is the stupidest part of the movie. I'm sorry. I actually really liked I this part. Hated it. <laughs> I actually really liked this part. I thought it was a uh, a good ode to just like all those like conspiracy theory movies. I was like, "Fuck you, Wizard of Oz." <gasps> Spoiler. Well, we're at that part, aren't we? Yeah, say we're. Yeah. <laughs> He goes to the library and mystically finds the Wizard of Oz and realizes... No, he's led by a man in a mask who he can't seem to kill. Yeah, yeah. Or or see who it is and blah, blah, blah. But he reads the book and finds out he wants the truth and a little bit of revenge. Yeah, he wants truth vengeance. Guys. (laughs) Trengeance. I just want to... Steve, Wizard of Oz? Wizard of Oz? Zardoz! Zardoz is... Is the backwards. Is What? Right, isn't it? No, it's right in the Wizard title. Wizard. They just covered Z-O. up Wizard of Oz. Wizard anyway. of Oz. It's also Z O <laughs> Fun Facts. Zodraz? Zodraz. 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 Do you think we can hire a Canadian midget to go speak backwards at Brendan's house? No! I, I know three, but the closest one is in Quebec. Oh, that's week. too far. And it'd be French backwards. That just doesn't work. <laughs> it it just scary. sounds like Greek. <laughs> French backwards is actually English. <laughs> oh, did I just call French people backwards? Whoopsies! What? 
Only if they're Quebecian. Hot take. <laughs> Quebecian? Quebecanese? Yeah. Fuck Quebec. Quebecers. I see, Quebecers? I could say I could say fuck Quebec because I was born there, so fuck Quebec. There you go. So you're so you're you're Quebecian? Yeah, I'm Quebecanese. <laughs> there we go, Quebecanese. Quebecanadian. Quebecy bears? <laughs> What is going so on? Does. This podcast directed by John Borman. <laughs> I think we're getting a little of David Lynch. <laughs> yeah. So once he has this realization, Consuela shows up and sees them fornicating under a bed sheet. But they're not really fornicating. She's not really. he's more just like rubbing her boobies for comfort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I, I mean. See, they're in that's my. What I tell the ladies. I just want to rub your boobies for comfort. Then we have a little sexy tug of war with. Uh, the sheet, and then also mind fighting yeah, at the same time. It's Wait, really weird. We we should kind of like. I just want to back up just a little bit. Just the Wizard of Oz thing you mentioned, right? We should mention yeah. that the reason he directed him to the Wizard of Oz was such so he would know that Zardoz was a made up thing. Because indeed, the Wizard of Oz is like the wizard, you know, the guy behind the the curtain type deal. So that's yeah, what he's that, trying that everybody everybody fears this big beast, but really it's just the man behind the curtain. Yeah, that's what he's trying to like direct him to. So then Consuela shows up, sees him under the bed sheet, assumes the worst, and they have a little uh, tug of war slash mind fighting thing mm-hmm. going on, uh, which I was kind of like, ooh, this is gonna get really sexy now. I know one of them already has their top off. Come on. Right? But uh, but then all of a sudden he's blind for some reason because <laughs> uh, they're because. Consuela, I think, was using the mind mind against him, and it like blinded him. Okay, he was like fighting it so hard, he yep. strained his eyeballs. And of course, yeah, by get... Consuela, Charlotte rampling everyone. There yes, Charlotte yes, rampling. <laughs> obviously, because me... you know Cons- Consuela is such a proper British name. They I just, I just want the folks, race. I just want the folks at home to know. <laughs> they know they've seen this thing like five times. And this is where we get Sean Connery saying, uh, I see men rape an old crippled woman in a wet ditch or something like that. <laughs> I'm not and laughing at that. I'm just laughing at the way you described obviously it. Obviously, that's what you're laughing at. I'm laughing at the way you described it. <laughs> that's basically what just happened. He's like, what do you see? I see men raping an old crippled woman I in a wet not, ditch. That is not what he said. She said, here, put this on. You'll be able to see again. And he was saying... Basically reiterating, like, the worst thing he'd ever seen. So I think it was kind of hinting at that, like, maybe he didn't want to see anymore now that he was his mind was being broadened to these new horizons. I see an old an old crippled lady getting raped in a wet ditch. No, he didn't say, I see. I have seen. I have seen. Yes, it's in the past tense. Anyway, Sorry. then there's boobs in a hydroponic chamber. It's true. Hydroponic boobs. Hydro boobs. <laughs> Uh, then we get some backstory about the separation between the uh, church and state. The, the, what was it? The oh. the brutals is that yeah, the the, uh, the the marauding tribes, the mind power people. What the fuck are they called? I forget what they're called. Well, Does I know they live in the yeah, vortex, right. but I don't know if they have a name. Yeah, the vortexians. Vort- the vortexans. The vortex. <laughs> the vortexanadians. And then while he's talking to uh, the topless woman in the uh, hydroponic chamber, uh, that's when. Consuela leads an army of people to try to burst his bubble mm-hmm. uh, and attack him in this hydroponic chamber. Yeah. Uh, Is this where the plants started bursting into flames? Uh, no, it's a little later. Wait okay. a second. I, I have a legitimate question right now. What are you okay. talking about? I, I don't remember this <laughs> I, at all. I wish I... Oh, no, when, when he's talking to uh, the one, like, 
weird psychic lady yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. who who like leads all the votes or whatever and uh the one who sings to call attention yeah, yeah. and then and then everybody starts attacking and he gets like they're like in a bubble oh, and that, then like, he gets like tackled in a bubble and then he breaks this indestructible bubble to escape you mean when he breaks yeah. through like the saran wrap I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I get it now yeah. <laughs> guys I just want to say this right now there is a, a female character in this movie and I swear to shit it was Princess Leia yes, <laughs> yes. did you did you yes. see it too oh yeah yeah she, she had like she the, the, the buns. buns yep yeah and I was like holy fuck is Princess Leia originally a Zardo's character that would be amazing George be- Lucas you hack <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time he stole something. Uh, uh, Carrie, uh, would you like to do that in uh, Star Wars? Do I have to keep taking my top off? I mean, uh, uh, you I think it's what the people want. Uh, if you if you had a, if you had a bra in space, it would uh, strangle you and kill you. I guess that's true. Can I at least wear some sort of wrap? Uh, I uh, uh, action. I gotta go. <laughs> diet, diet coke, diet coke, please. Fuck Okay, cool. No. <laughs> So Zed runs off. Uh, he, yeah. get, he gets to the the border of town where there's the there's the invisible wall that separates the vortex yeah. and then the warning voice that's like you are entering forbidden area. Blah blah blah. Sure. And he he starts throwing out football signals to his buddies at the border to well, let them know that it's him. Yeah, yeah. Well, he basically he basically is the one who invites them in to kill everyone because he knows basically everyone in this world wants to die. Yeah, because they're they can't. they're tired of being immortal. And he's basically telling his buddies, get ready, because I'm going to figure out how to make these guys mortal, and then you can just kill them. Do you enjoy stabbing? Because I'm going to give you some stuff to stab. <laughs> yep. And the lynch mob's still chasing him down, so then he runs off to hide with the uh, uh, the apathetics. And then people start showing up and just start burning that that part of the city oh, down. you forgot the lick fest, where oh, they no, all oh, start licking oh, him. It, it's after they oh, start okay. setting houses on fire. Oh, okay. And everybody just starts kind of, like, lick... <laughs> Licking his sweat, the, the and then like start licking kissing him. each other, that was dis- and it just becomes an apathetic orgy. That was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then he takes the leaf out of his pants. It's true, and, and then he it. eats it. <laughs> what the fuck was this movie, Steve? What did you make me watch? What did you make me watch? <laughs> did you guys notice that the more educated he became, the more clothes he was putting on? He went from diapers and a suspender to like. Like, shants and a vest? You better not skip the other outfit he wears coming up. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, we would never, okay. never skip that. Okay. Um, so then he runs uh, to meet up with the renegades and find friend again. Uh, because, you know, the apathetics are kind of coming out of their thing and just going into a wild fucking orgy. Um, yeah. And, and then it's like a... they their humanity. And it's like a masquerade or like a Halloween party for some reason. And everybody's dressing up or whatever. Um, including Zed, who's dressed in a bridal gown. Because he's going to see the, um, the senile ones, the exiles, and they're always having some sort of party, because that's all they can do. You want me to wear what? (laughs) The bridal grand scene is spectacular. Just just go with it, Sean. I love how, like, literally he did nothing to, like, all he has is, like, the bridal gown, he still has, like, full mustache, no, like, makeup or anything, just... just He's got the veil. Yeah, but that's what I mean, like, he just has the bridal gown and the veil. Yeah. (laughs) There's no effort made to look, make him look female. 
because they're just gonna throw the veil over his face. Even if they like shaved him and stuff, they would have figured out. They know everybody in town. Sweetie, you have to understand. Brandon really likes putting on makeup and foundation. I and know, everything. but Brandon, you have to remember they're immortal. They know everybody. They've literally kn- known everybody in town for like a million years. You're a million years. I am a million years. I am an old fucking lady, so I know what I'm talking about. Fun facts. So then it's up to Zed to lead the rebellion, and he needs their knowledge so they can they touch teach him. Um, yeah, they do. And then he also gives them his seed. In exchange. So what I'm hearing is in this world, you get educated by hand jobs. Now, Steve, Brendan, <laughs> yeah. how much better would you two have been at school as young gentlemen if you learned through hand jobs? I'd be a fucking Rhodes Scholar. <laughs> do you wanna, wait, wait. Uh, do you want to hear the real truth? Because it's sadder. <laughs> <laughs> Did you learn through hand jobs? Wait, from myself? What, what was his name? <laughs> It's Nathan. Is, is, is this how you and Nathan met? Don't cry, Brendan. Click. That's how they teach in Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> That's why nobody likes Quebec. I didn't know Nathan when I was that young. Yeah, this is how you met. No. Yeah, it was at the support group. <laughs> support group for people who got hand jobs? <laughs> that'd, be the, that'd be a fucking ridiculous support group. Well, I'm glad you're telling me before. My name is Gerald. It's been three days since my last hand job. Hi, Daryl. I got nothing. It's been great. All right, I gotta go. Do we get free coffee at these things? They all got moisturizer or something? And instead of coffee, it's just a big jug of Wintergans. Roadhead? Anyone? Roadhead? Anyone? That's the teacher. That's the guy leading the discussion. Hello, I'm Mr. Jurgens. I'm Mr. Jerkins, and I'm here to teach you. Don't mind my accent. <laughs> don't mind. Don't mind my American accent. Yes, you're doing it. Good job. Good All form. Right. So Zar does. They give him a handy. Yeah. And, Blofeld uh, shows up. What? <laughs> Blow. <laughs> yeah. We we get a projector montage of how the tabernacle was created. Oh, by the way, did you know there's a thing called the tabernacle? Nope. Yet's where everybody is rebirthed and what makes all their decisions. <laughs> I'm glad they gave it a name. Uh, you know, three quarters of the way through the movie. Right. Well, hey, I mean, like, that's also where the Mormons sing. I know all about the yeah, Tabernacle yeah. Choir. Oh, yeah. This, this is all, like... It, this movie is basically this is the, the Mormon per- religion, right? <laughs> it's the Pearl of Great Price. It's a really interesting book. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is the Mormon religion in a nutshell, correct? Yeah, yeah, where they put the crystals in your forehead and it gives you psychic power. Yeah, you gotta and, wear magic underwear. And then uh, Zardoz pops up in a wax museum. <laughs> yeah, Zardoz uh, is like, don't worry everyone, I read the book, this is what it means, can we see it? No, it doesn't matter, just believe me. No, yeah. <laughs> it was golden plates you can only read with the crystal? A seer stone. A yeah. seer stone, yeah. Yeah, but that yeah. only that one dude had. Yep. Yeah. yeah, but he lost it. Right, of course. How convenient. Actually, it was incredibly inconvenient, Brendan, so... <laughs> I'm questioning your religion, Steve! Scientology? <laughs> no, that's pretty That's pretty apt. <laughs> that's, that's, that seems right. That, that's got science in it. <laughs> I go, that's the word science. Science, right, and, in the title. And ology. I mean, that's a study, right? That's yeah. A, that's a study of science. Study of science? I'm sorry, guys. I just don't have time for religion. I have cats. <laughs> fun fact <laughs> alright so then there's the ambush in the statue room where yeah, uh, they Zed, Zed's hanging out destroying all the old statues 
statues. Yeah, just just going apeshit on everything because you they're know they're supposed to be the preservers of humans' past, but no. Oh, he's brought anger to their world. Yeah, is he pulling out a John Belushi impression there? <laughs> but no, but no, it's all this light around shit. <laughs> You're welcome, gentlemen. R.I.P. Yeah. And then Consuela pops up behind him with a <gasps> fucking machete or something and is like, well, I'm just going to kill Zed now. And he's like, no, you're not. And she's like, oh, shit, apparently I'm not. Oh, uh, fuck, he's got the magic. Oh, s- by the powers. way, I'm in love with you now. Yeah. And Steve is confused. I think it's that uh, the reason she needed to kill him was that he arose so much passion in her from the beginning and she feared it. So she needed to destroy him instead of embracing her own sexuality. I thought it was going to be Sean Connery and May. Me too. That's what would yeah. make more sense. Yeah. The Charlotte Rampling but, romance thing, I was just like, huh? That was out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> but again, being raised by strong, independent ladies, I believe it's the, uh, she feared her own sexuality and he brought it out in her. So she needed to destroy him. And then when she realized she couldn't destroy him, she realized she needed to embrace him. Right, she needed to be inside of her. Brendan, I think you won five bucks. <laughs> What? Because uh, Izzy mentioned being raised by uh, proud, strong women. Yeah! Pay up! I think yesterday you had made a thing like, if I'm pretending to be Izzy, am I going to have to mention my lesbian aunts? I'm like, yeah, probably. Yep. I'm just saying, it's a viewpoint I, uh, I come from. Yeah. That's no, okay. It'd be like if we didn't bring up that Steve was a Mormon. You're or right. a giant. Oh, speaking of the tabernacle, uh, they find out the tabernacle isn't a place, it's uh, a rock, and like mm-hmm. the little stones that's implanted in everybody's foreheads. Yeah, um, that's what gives them their psychic powers. And then I've written down a quote, you have penetrated me. I yeah. wrote that too! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally... Sean Connery penetrated a rock. That is how strong a man he is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he penetrated a fucking diamond. Apparently now he has wind powers and the sands of time from Prince of Persia. Yeah. yeah. By then, the way, Prince of Persia, film with the least amount of Persian people in it. Are Jake Gyllenhaal's not Persian? I haven't done a 23 and Me on him, but I'm gonna take a guess. <laughs> Wait, that's kind of look like Lawrence of Arabia. Next thing you're gonna tell me is that no Egyptians were used in Gods of Egypt. And I'm pretty sure there was one. Out of what, 12? <laughs> yeah, but that's a much higher percentage rate than Prince of Persia. Okay, fine. It's slightly less racist. <laughs> Hot take. I wrote down all these weird sex zombies want to die. Yeah. Those are the apathetic. No, I yeah, know. I just called we're... them sex zombies because the way they were moaning when they got shot. Uh... Yeah, a lot of people uh, show up. Everybody's getting shot. They're, they're destroying Prince... all the statues. Prince, so... Uh, yeah, so, oh, so... no, and there's the weird thing where... Yeah, he gets, like, the time powers where he's like, stay close to me, and then time reverses in the statue room, and... Yeah, and they bring back all the statues, and then uh, he goes inside the crystal at some point and shoots the crystal. Yeah. And then that that frees everybody, so then uh, Princess Leia sings and calls them all to her yard. I mean, the fountain. (laughs) The boys? She calls the boys to her yard? She calls all the boys to her fountain. Yeah. It's much more moist than her yard. Um, And she tells them, we're all mortal now. Uh, Zed has set us free. We can all die now. Who wants to die? And they're all like, ooh, this is a great idea. And then Zed's like, oh, that's great, because guess who's coming over the the mountain? (laughs) Here come the brutals on horseback (laughs) and just plowing... 
killing motherfuckers left and right. Yeah. And they're just cap, like, cap, 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 cap. Pow, 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 pow. And all the people are like, oh, oh sweet death. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there were two people who like got shot while like fucking. Oh, oh yeah. Guys, I know this is a ways back, and it, but it's a very small thing that I wanted to mention. Did mm-hmm. you guys notice? Okay, this the the quick flashback where the brutals are like shooting people, like in the other world. Mm-hmm. Did you see a guy get fucking trampled by a horse? Yes, yep. I think that was not supposed yeah. to happen. That looked very real. That like <laughs> he straight up got his face stepped on. Yeah. Yeah, horses are big and heavy. I was like, oh, didn't hit your mark on that one. <laughs> That's why they get paid stunt guy money. Oh, no, they didn't. Um, I'm pretty sure in the 70s, they'd just be like, hey, you want to get trampled on by a horse? Uh, is he actually going to trample on me? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> if the horse doesn't feel like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, see what, we'll see what Sean Connery thinks. <laughs> we'll see what the horse thinks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's the part where like Zardoz is like taking credit for inceptioning uh, Zed to like oh, yes, raise the rebellion, and then Zed's like, "Actually, I incepted your ass." And it's like, uh, "Okay, explain that one." Nope, I'd rather just walk into a cave with Consuela. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how did how did the Wizard of Oz come back, Mister Fake Mustache? Because he was oh. like a fetus, and then he was like a full-grown guy with a drawn-on yeah. mustache. It, it, it takes like a day for them to come back, apparently. I, I don't know. Drawn-on mustache. And that guy's hat. They yeah. all had hats, but that guy had a fucking hat. Izzy, we were saying that the opening floating head narration thing was the most useless thing in this movie. Because it literally told you what the movie no, was going to mu- be. His mustache was more useless than that opening. That whole thing, though. Like, he's like, this is the plot. Yeah. And now you're gonna watch the movie. <laughs> Sorry, I spoiled the ending, suckers. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So this uh, this is we're coming right up to the very last thing, which is Sean Connery and Charlotte Rampling running off together. Oh yeah. yeah. And what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. No. And and the other chick also like ran off with a small band of people. Well, yeah, yeah. May May ran off with a couple <laughs> of the the people, basically because yeah. she wanted to continue living. Mm-hmm. Uh, with like a dozen other people, yeah. Um, but yeah, while the the brutals are coming in, killing all the rest, uh, Zed and uh, what's her nuts, Consuela, yeah, and Charlotte Rampling, they go into a cave, and then it's basically instantly she's giving birth, and I'm like, wait, oh no, what? it starts to, like it starts, she's orgasming, and then that turns into her childbirth. And... Like that was quick. What is this species? Right? Yeah. And then. Uh, and then they have a kid, and then they have a teenager, and then they have a grown that ass is like kid, a and then they're weird getting old. And time then... forward thing, and that so... jacket that they're he's wearing, and then she eventually wears when she stops being naked. Yeah, the green one with the uh, the clown buttons. Yeah, oh shit. Yeah. yeah, did you notice like she stops being naked once they get to like a gross older stage? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's almost as if when her boobs sagged, they uh, they told her to cover that shit up. Boo. Whereas Sean Connery's hair sweater doesn't get covered up till the end either. I don't know. And yeah, then there's but... skeletons with hair. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> well, so you can know who they are. Oh my god. And then the movie is over. It pans out on their handprints on the wall. Because they left their mark on this world. This movie was pretty fucked up. <laughs> Zardoz! <laughs> 
I would like to play this movie for film students and watch them like oh Jesus like Christ. The, the pretentious ones, not the ones who are like oh this is piece shit. The ones who are going to be like I feel like Zydas actually represents my soul. I want to take it to art school. So all of the art kids. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you recommend it to I don't know sane people? Yes. Okay. How about you, Brandon? Okay, well, I will say that the first time I watched it, I remember this being a lot more boring than it was this time. I would say, <laughs> watch it, but take something. Yes, absolutely required. No, you know what, though? I would also agree that the first time I watched it, I was kind of just confused and a yeah. little bit bored. Yeah. The second time I watched it, I enjoyed it more. I do think this is a movie you have to watch twice. I, I, I enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it because it was fucking insane. That's just it. The first time you watch it, you're just confused. The second time you watch it, you're like, you know it's confusing. So you can just lean back and accept, like, all the craziness. Until you start crying. In the name from, of Zardoz. Until you start Zardoz. crying from the fucking incomprehensible speech thing. Leaps out in it. And that's it for Brendan. <laughs> Bye, Brendan. I'll need a commercial break to uh, recover. Yes. Well, you're in luck. Because when we come back. What? We have fun facts. <gasps> no. More beer. No. Absolutely not. And what we learn from Zardoz. Nothing. Nothing. So the show's over. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, 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 just a second. Just a second. Just a second. Just a second. We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to everything I learned from movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. Cleo, go lie down. Go on. Go. Don't worry. Boss me. me. Uh, why is my dog talking? <laughs> I thought I only smoked weed. <laughs> Speak for yourself, buddy. <laughs> I love you. Hand jobs. <laughs> what the fuck? And we're back. Ah! Oh my god, Steve. Sorry. Brendan, do you want to say it? No, go ahead. Those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she's on it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. After all those ads, I'm a little parched, baby. Got anything to drink? Damn, yeah. Let's see. We have from Benoit Casper, we have a crowler. What's a crowler, Izzy? That is a 32-ounce can. 
Yeah. It's a giant fucking can the size of a growler. It's a man oh. can. Yeah. We have So Fresh and So Centennial IPA. 7.2%. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I always thought growler was a uh, was a thing here. Like, I didn't know it was all over the place. Oh, yeah. Growler a beer. It's uh, either 32 or 64 ounces, and it's to go. Okay. But now we have crowlers. They're giant cans. Like it's, they're can growlers. There, yeah. there is a place down here where you basically you get the growler and it's twenty bucks. But then if you hold on to the bottle and go back and get it filled, it's only ten dollars. Yeah, that's how yeah. most of the breweries out here are. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's a good deal. We do that a lot. That's how we drink beer. <laughs> you guys, I'm gonna pop this top. Oh my top! Oh, I'm sorry, Brendan. I just couldn't help myself. I get, it's all I, wet and sticky. I get it. You're welcome. <laughs> Ooh, it smells like an IPA. This is a huge oh, can I'm drinking out a, of. That's a good sign. You alright, babe? Yeah, it's surprisingly hard to drink out of that. Here, I'll take that. Oh, it's good. It's uh it, it is hop forward, but it's got a strong malty backbone on it. It's a damn good beer. Very well balanced. Oh wow. I like centennial hops. They're they're a little bit bright and piney, a little bit citrusy, but not overpowering. They won't take the enamel off your teeth. I'm going to strangle a cat who's playing with a plastic bag. Well, what else are you going to play with himself? <laughs> Zardoz. <laughs> what the Cats fuck? Cats don't like hand jobs, Steve. <laughs> they don't like water parks or hand jobs. <laughs> so, yeah, this, uh, yeah, good piney beer, uh, little herbal notes and stuff. I really like it. Yeah, very well balanced. Benoit Casper, if you guys mm. find yourself in the Richmond, California area, home of Rosie the Riveters, and delicious beer. All right. <laughs> Who wants some fun facts? Wait, I'm drinking a beer too, Steve. Oh, I, I, my, my apologies. Brendan, are, are you drinking a beer still? Yeah, it's another Rickards Red. Yeah! <laughs> oh, wait, Red Izzy. Oil. Izzy, I'm going to pop yes. my top. Oh my god, hold on what? one second, hold on one second. Cleo, Or should I pop my top? Cleo, stop. Apparently your beer is attached to a set of keys. <laughs> no, it, the, dog. the dog keeps like... She has her collar on, she keeps scratching while I'm like trying to talk. <laughs> Cut this out, future Steve. Fuck that. Okay, Izzy, you ready? I'm ready. Oh, my top! Mmm. Tastes like Rickard's Red. Hey, stop tasting my wife's tits. <laughs> Steve, are you going to let him pop my top like that? I didn't think he could come through the laptop like that. <laughs> Izzy, he knows too much! He's a goddamn wizard. <laughs> we have to go now! Take your painted on facial hair and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Fun fact, Brendan's facial hair all painted on. Yeah! <laughs> so who wants some fun facts? Super fun facts because they're fun, fun facts. All right, Brendan, now it's your turn. Fun facts because they're super fun facts because they're fun, fun facts. And they're really fun and there's lots of facts. And it's going to be a fun time. Really excited for your fun facts. Holy shit, I didn't know there's another verse. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole, like, there's a chorus too. What's Everything it? I learned from fun facts. <laughs> he throws in a little scat at the end. Skip it and pop it that pow. It's yeah. so fun <laughs> when you're talking about the facts, Jack. So, oh, first okay. fun fact. Uh, John Borman made this film after his project to film J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings was cancelled. Oh, oh, man. It's the same Guys, movie, basically. Yeah, I, I was actually just thinking, the town was probably made, like yeah. or like the whole set stage and everything was set to be Lord of the Rings. The horses were reserved for Lord of the Rings. Wait a second. The, the giant the... stone floating head was pronounced. <laughs> when did the animated the orange one come out? diapers. <laughs> 
That animated one was uh, a few years later. Like, it was like 77, 78. By the way, you want to fucking mind trip? Watch that, that animated one. I wonder they used to if, terrify like, me as a kid. If there were problems with the live action one and they said, fuck it, let's do it animated. Yeah. That's a fucked up movie, too. I love that movie, but yeah, it terrified me as a kid, but it was one I couldn't stop watching. Because <laughs> I was go. that kid. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, the opening sequence is the introduction added by John Borman uh, at the request of 20th Century yes, Fox executives to help the audience understand I, what was going on. I called it! Yeah. Uh, it didn't help. I didn't even look, <laughs> I didn't even look that shit up. I was like, there this has studio notes written all over it. Oh, what would the movie industry be like without studio notes? No exposition. Probably even more confusing. It's exposition, darling. It has to go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. What? R.I.P. A big box office star at the time, who previously worked with John Borman on Deliverance, <laughs> uh, was the first choice for the lead role of Zed. That makes sense. He bowed out due to illness. He didn't want to wear the outfit. Yeah, yeah, he saw he this. saw the costume and was like, "Oh no! Oh, what would Burt Reynolds look like in knee-high boots and a diaper?" <laughs> exactly Wait. the same, probably is, without the ponytail. Is the illness like he saw the script and he puked? Yeah, <laughs> projectile vomiting after finishing the script. His head spun around a little. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, John, 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 come here! I've got a question for you. Uh, what's uh, what's 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 the shit with the skeletons and stuff at the end? What what, what is that? Oh well, oh. I mean, you get to sit next to a naked uh, Charlotte Rampling. I mean, I'm Burt Reynolds. I can, I can, I can do that whenever I want. <laughs> I did that last Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Turd Ferguson. It's a funny name. It's funny. It, it's, it's a funny hat. It's funny because it's bigger than a regular size hat. <laughs> Go Burt fuck Reynolds? yourself, Trebek. <laughs> Burt Reynolds, are you guys? Are you in the room? <laughs> it's a man with a mustache. This mo- Sean Connery is what makes this movie, though. That's but, why you yeah. watch it. You know what, though? Now that you mentioned Burt Reynolds, he wouldn't have looked that different. Like, they have the same, pretty no, much yeah. the same look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind, behind the mustache, I mean, they both are just, like, Marlon Brando-looking motherfuckers, you know? Yeah. Both uh, truckers. I have kind of a fun <laughs> fact, Steve, but I don't know if you already have it. Right, go for it. Okay, well, I heard that the reason that Sean Connery go- gets so outlandish in this movie, like, it's so different from anything else he's ever done, is, I heard that when after he did Bond, he basically wanted to do the furthest thing from Bond. To make him like, uh, because he didn't want to get typecast. Yeah. So he, when he said Zardoz, and he's like, oh, got a wedding dress, and then you're in this scene, you're going to do this, and you're going to do that. And John Connor was like, great, let's do it. Now. As long as I get to shoot the audience before the uh, (laughs) sequence. Is he, isn't that a great opening Bond sequence? Oh, it's the best. I love it. It's Bond in a diaper shooting a gun. So, according to John Borman, Sean Connery had a very hard time finding work after Diamonds Are Forever, yeah. uh, which is allegedly why he was able to hire him for only $200,000. Oh, yeah, oh, that wow. was part of it, too. My bad. Wait, wait, wait. Nobody wanted to hire the truck driver? It's okay <laughs> if you use an open hand. Look up so, that interview, people. Yikes. <laughs> so, sweetie, there were radio spots for this movie. Oh, <gasps> What? And they were narrated by Rod Serling. Do you have them? What? Uh-huh. No. Hold on, let me see if I can find one real quick. How is Rod Serling attached to this project? Apparently. How? Magic. Witchcraft. Blackmail. I don't know. You're watching Zardos. Oh my god, I love Rod Serling so much. Oh, I might have found it. (laughs) 
and All now right. live commentary. What you're about to see is a movie so fucking outside of its own asshole. I couldn't have even come up with this shit. <laughs> You're on the Twilight Zone. Beanie, 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 beanie. Go watch Zardoz. Go watch Zardoz. There's a video on YouTube when I search for Zardoz TV spot. It just says Arthur Frame isn't Olmec. Okay. Okay. Sure. Thanks for clearing that up, guys. Yeah, uh, Arthur. <laughs> Arthur Frame is the guy who uh, is the guy in the head. Yeah, but what? Who the fuck is yeah. Olmec? I don't know what an Olmec is. Olmec's from the Legend of the Hidden Temple. Sure. Oh! It's the head. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the giant stone head. (laughs) Anyway. The giant stone head? Oh, oh, something different. Okay, never mind. So a real baboon on the set attacked a double dressed in an ape suit who was portraying a baboon. What? What? Where was there a baboon? Remember when uh, when they had Sean Connery in the cage in the farm and there were like baboons and goats and cows and giraffes and shit? I don't know. All kinds of weird stuff. I do not remember that, but I believe you. (laughs) Uh, The scene in which Zed and Consuela turned into skeletons had to be shot three times. Uh, The first time, the film was damaged. The second time, a studio helper accidentally exposed the negatives. Sean Connery and Charlotte Rampling were extremely annoyed because the makeup took a very long time to set up. Did you say that they exposed themselves? Yes. You don't want us exposing ourselves. That would be negative. Hey guys, did you did you know the director John Borman was in this movie? What? Who's he, Steve? Remember when there was the uh, slaves farming and the one fell over and got shot by Sean Connery? Uh, that was him. That was him. That was the director. <laughs> Shit. I love when the direct when directors of movies cast themselves in like the worst like <laughs> background role. As they should. I want to be the one who gets fucked by that gorilla. Action. <laughs> This ATM just called me an asshole. <laughs> so, lady and gentlemen, what did we learn from Zardoz? I learned that uh, diapers are sexy in the future. Only if they're with uh, orange suspenders, though. Yes. And so much chest hair. Like the kind of girl's fingers could get lost in. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, what did you learn? Well, based on the manner in which I watched this movie, I learned that Zardoz is the greatest stoner comedy of all time. (laughs) Better than Evil Bong? Uh, Evil Bong is fucking terrible. (laughs) Better than Dude, Where's My Car? Uh, You know what? I don't know if this is a hot take. I kind of like Dude, Where's My Car? Wait, what was the name of the, the god or the alien or whatever that the people in the... Fucking bubble suits. Zoltan! Zoltan, Zoltan. No, uh, okay. I was thinking of Zardoz. You gotta say it like that. Zoltan! Zoltan! Yeah. I mean, I don't know. When I watched it, it was like close to when it came out. It had like Kelso and Stifler, so I was pretty excited. There you go. Yeah, I was in high school when it came out. I remember I was taking a film class, and half what? the class said that was the greatest movie that was ever made. Oh my god, for a second I thought you were gonna say you watched it for the film class. No, my teacher specifically banned that movie after oh my that God. happened. How great would that have been? This week we're watching Taxi Driver. Next week, Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> Guess who's coming to dinner? Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> See you on Monday, everybody. <laughs> Learning about Zardoz. Yeah, they're, they're going through all movies chronologically, and they're only up to Zardoz, guys. Oh, can they? Well, they, then they'd be done. <laughs>
No, not alphabetically, chronologically. Okay. So say alphabetically they would be finished. <laughs> they just have like Zulu left and then they're done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and for thoughts on Zulu. Z- wait, wait, or that uh was it Zizix Road? The, oh there is a movie called Zizix Road. Yeah. It grossed like twenty dollars when it came out and it stars Catherine Heigl. I have not seen that movie, but I can tell you right now the actual Zizix Road is one of the scariest fucking streets I've ever seen from the freeway in my life. What were you gonna <laughs> say for thoughts on Zulu? Oh, I was going to say, I believe I know somebody who uh, did a review on Zulu. Oh! Yeah, that's like another podcast coming next month. What? What kind of podcast would that be? It's about the British Film Institute Top 100 British Movies of All Time. Oh, it's British. Never mind. Yeah. All right. Oh, wow. Ouch. It's it's actually a great podcast. I just listened to... What's the uh, name of it? It's called For Uh, Screen and Country. And you can Montrose, welcome. <laughs> and you can follow it at bfi underscore pod. Big yeah, fucking go. interests. <laughs> uh, British film is stupid close. British film, yeah. And BF is always big fucking. Yeah, sure. It's like a BFD. It's a is he? Haven't dick. you watched like ninety five of those movies too? <laughs> I think it was. I don't think it was ninety five. It was I in think, the seventies. It, it was like seventy two or which something. Is pretty, which is insane. But to be fair, a lot of that was, like, in high school, so that was, like, 15 years ago. To be fair. And I was a nerd. <laughs> I I would go home from school and watch movies. I was a nerd. I still do that. You're a nerd. I don't I don't go home from school, but I still watch movies. Oh, see, if you're not going to school, then you're not a nerd, you're a slacker. So he lives at the school. <laughs> we have another S word for that now in Canada. Stoner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, boy. Uh, I believe we call them Lodies here. <laughs> what? Lodi? Like the fucking wrestler in WCW in the 90s? Because you're getting loaded. Sure. You're a Lodi. Steve, you're giving me a look. Have you not heard the term Lodi? No. Maybe it's just like the hick term for stoners. Wait, you're thinking be. Loki from Thor. Yeah. No, Lodi's. We call them the Lodi's. Wait, isn't that a city in uh, Central Valley that produces a lot of wine? That's are you thinking, Lodi. They also have a lot of marijuana. <laughs> are you thinking about Tom Hiddleston? There we go. That's actually not what I was thinking of, but okay. Yeah. Steve, more fun facts. Steve, what did you learn from this movie? From this Steve, movie, what did you Steve? learn from Zardoz? The one thing I learned from this movie is the gun is good. The penis is evil. <laughs> Don't shoot your seed, Steve. <laughs> Wear one of those condoms that they have on their mansion. Don't worry, I'll only shoot my seed if they touch, teach me, or whatever the fuck that was going on there. If you're asked to share your seed, that's different, but you can't just shoot it. You can't just run around shooting seed. Quick question then, guys. I have a question for both of you. Don't shoot your seed at strangers! It wasn't going to be related to that, but uh, I do have a question for both of you. Uh Is this... Now, I know we kind of get what happens in the movie, sure. But is this the strangest mainstream movie? Is this mainstream? Yeah, definitely. Mm, yeah, yeah, it was definitely like a big production of its day and stuff. Um, I don't know. David Lynch makes movies. Are those considered? Uh... I don't think um, Eraserhead was mainstream though. Yeah, yeah no, that was a student film. But Blue Velvet was a mainstream movie. I think this is weirder than Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet's more. I don't violent. know. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stand by 2001: A Space Odyssey is still one of the fucking strangest movies I've ever seen. That's su- that's such a fucking awesome movie, though. Oh, it's I'm not Ooh. I'm not arguing that it's not great, yeah. but I 
That doesn't mean that it's not strange. Oh, Cloud Atlas. By the way, you mentioned The Fountain. The Fountain is also one that I didn't know what I was going to think, and I fucking love that movie. It's okay. No, I love that movie. I don't know. We do have a James Bond movie where a blonde Mexican tries to kill an old lady. I don't see the issue. (laughs) Wait, are you sure it's not Sean Connery just raping an old lady in a wet ditch? No, he watched guys do it. He likes to watch. Spoiler alert for Bond 24 coming out next year. Bond, where have you been? The, the country's in a mess. Sorry, I was I was James, watching. A, James, you must help me. I was watching. Noodles, Judy 007 agent is attacking me. I was, I was watching. Guys, Sean Connery comes out of retirement. Guys, the Bond movie I want to see. They get cast a new James Bond, and he has to go up against every Bond who's still alive. <laughs> James oh. Bond goes. It's a shame Roger Moore isn't still around. I know. Ooh, I'm they, actually thinking that's not that many they, James Bonds. They, they can grab off Tarkin him in. Yeah. Wait, isn't it every James Bond except for Roger Moore that's still alive? Uh, Timothy Dalton's still kicking. George Lazenby's still alive. Oh, George Lazenby is? Okay. I think. Uh, then, yeah, I guess just Roger Moore. Wait, sorry, George Lazenby. I might have just insulted you. Insulted it's him okay, by, by telling bro. him he was alive? Yes, give his family false hope. <laughs> Fa- I knew it! I knew it the whole time! His entire He's family... He's probably just in Florida again. His, his entire, entire family are avid listeners of this here podcast. <laughs> to the Lazenby family, we say thank you for your patronage. Sorry, I... we're I've, sorry for the false hope. I've decided Blame that W-W-T-T. I... I've decided that I'm now a part of this show. Well, you know, we... <laughs> on this podcast, you know, we work very hard on this, the three of us, every week. And, uh... We just love our fans. Uh... I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Brendan is actually our cat caster Troy. <laughs> Shut Brendan up, caster. Just won't get his ass out of our faces. Mmm, <laughs> wires. <laughs> so, Brendan, thank you for joining us. Yeah. You want me to plug? Yes, please. Uh, uh, your various podcasts, you mentioned for Screening Country, but yes. did you have another one, if I remember correctly? I do, and I just want to mention for Screening Country's debuting on November 29th, the first episode Ooh. will drop then. Uh, can, like I said, you can also follow us on BFI underscore pod. Main podcast right now, though, is called What Were They Thinking? And it's a what pod- were they thinking when they What's, made that podcast? <laughs> we were thinking how much we <laughs> love, hate, bad movies. And uh, we Nathan and I talk about... Uh, bad to at least questionable movies i guess every week but you know every other week we talk about the movies and then the the other the off weeks we uh do like little mini mini episodes it's a mini episode and uh we usually you know copy steve's singing at the beginning or something like that uh (laughs) you can uh you can find us on facebook just search what were they thinking uh we also have a facebook group what were they thinking interactive where you can talk to us you can talk to nathan and i give us shit it's true. Uh, they don't have lives, and they actually answer. That's right. You can also follow us on Twitter <laughs> at wwtt podcast. Uh, same thing on Instagram, and you can find what were they thinking on all the podcatchers: iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Pod Jumper, Salamander Creek, everything. So you know where else you can find what were they thinking? Al Jazeera. On Patreon, Patreon, where for a few shekels you can get a preview of For Screening Country. I love how you you keep saying shekels. Isn't that the currency you guys use in Canada? Uh, yes. <laughs> Is it ducats? <laughs> it's interchangeable. They don't use dollary dues? <laughs> goslings or something? Goslings. Yeah, do they use Ryan Goslings? That's their currency. We use, I got it. We use Reynolds Goslings. 
Red old goslings. Like, yeah. see, there we go. Uh, but yes, we are. I on actually Patreon. think their real currency is called Diefenbakers. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. Uh, yeah, no, it's a Canadian Diefenbaker. That's why it's a big D. <laughs> but yeah, we do have a Patreon page. It's patreoncom podcast. So check that out as well. If you like what you hear, you can donate and get all kinds of rewards and shit. Uh, and we have a Redbubble. Just search for us on Redbubble. We're on there. We got shirts about Wyoming and everything. You guys interviewed Wyoming, I think. We did interview Wyoming. Yeah. He was awesome. Yeah. See, for a second there, I thought you guys meant the state. I'm like, why would Canadians want to go to that state? Nope, it's my <laughs> euphemism, so I never have to say his name again. And we'll leave it at that. And of course, you can find us on all the podcatchers as well. And yeah. if you're uh, checking out Patreon, why not swing by ours at patreon.com slash EILF movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Yeah, you know where to find us. We're everywhere. We're like the wind and shit. If you're listening to this, you've probably heard us before. I don't know. You could be on like one of those MTV Top 10 shows. Except for they like just took this clip. Yeah. Hey, Casey Kasem here. We're going to listen to a quick clip from everything I learned from movies. So yeah, that was the show. <laughs> you can find us on Patreon, raping a woman in a ditch. Wow. A wet ditch, Steve? Come on. It's an elderly wow. crippled woman. Jesus. Oh, my mistake. Yeah. Well, thank you again for joining us, Brandon. No, uh, it's a blast. You guys are awesome, and I love talking about fucked up movies with you. Yeah. <laughs> likewise, likewise. And uh, I'm sure we'll be on your show again soon, because we do that. Coming soon! <laughs> what? <laughs> so until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Brendan. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. Zardoz! What were they thinking? Zardoz speaks! Zardoz has spoken. <laughs> <laughs>